Pong. That's pretending this Himalayan salt lamp is a person. I sat in there when I got up, and then I realized how funny it looked. It does look good. I'm not. I'm not hating on you. Hey, welcome back to part two of Nice Prize Podcast. Year end episode. Year end extravaganza. I'm your host, <laughs> Kevin. Hey, Kev. Thanks for coming back onto the pod. Mm-hmm. You were the only two-time guest. Now you're the only three-time guest. Right, right. How does it feel? I feel powerful. Clearly. <laughs> um, had, Took had, over the host spot already. Do, have you had any positive or negative feedback on, on your episodes? I've had positive to neutral feedback. <laughs> That's all you can ask for. Really. So, what did your mom think about it? <laughs> My mother never listened. Uh, some feedback I've heard is, "Yeah, I listened to the podcast you were on." Uh, that's the most <laughs> common feedback. Okay, good. What's, yeah, uh, that's what, very. That's them saying they're just being nice and not saying they didn't. What's like your it. mom's okay. favorite podcast? Uh, I don't think she knows what the word podcast is. Okay. John Boy and Billy a podcast? That's my- <laughs> John Boy and Billy? Yeah. What? Oh, I love John Boy and Billy. I think I used to like was that, them. Was that Kev's mom? <laughs> I love John Boy and Billy. Who are they? They're um they're radio hosts. Country radio personalities. Yeah. My mother liked Bob and the Showgram on G105. Oh, classic <laughs> Bob and Madison, Bob and the Showgram. I dare say uh, the Christmas parade. They I guess they cool still as talk. I thought it would look. Bob? Yeah. He's just an old white dude, right? Yeah. He's no Bob Ooh, and Blade. Oh, yeah. Sure. Five o'clock everywhere. Five o'clock <laughs> everywhere. We need to get a song, someone to record a five o'clock everywhere cover. Oh, Alan Jackson. <laughs> I have a direct connect. To Alan Jackson? Yeah, I, I, I lived with his cousin my sophomore year of college and move out day. She said, Enoch, by the way, okay, I'm Alan To Jackson. the listeners, Enoch is shit his pants. She's a piece of shit. She told you that move out day? Yes, I was mad. My sister was mad. We were all mad. God is mad at her. I know. That's insane. I know. Oh, so have you heard about our plan? My plan? With Alan Jackson? We're going to try to get press passes to the Alan Jackson show in Charlotte. Can I... Please. We're, worst case scenario, we're going to fill up a car and we're going to record a or, pod. Or party. Or party. Yeah. All right. We're getting incredibly off topic. No, nah, that's on topic. I don't know how me. much of that is usually. <laughs> that's true. We're talking to Alan Jackson's son. We're talking to Alan Jackson's son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's your Instagram name. That's me. Uh, I'm trying to go with you to the show. Yeah. If you were thinking of including anyone. Yeah. So it, I will say I don't know. I'm I'm dubious of us getting any press passes, let alone well, uh, yeah. half a dozen <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> hey, me and a bunch that's of probably not. <laughs> well, we got like I was sending email like we got to bring Kev. He's been on three or four times already. Like I don't know how we're gonna word this, but I want to go to the concert either way. I've never seen him live, and I thought it'd be fun to do it. And if we could happen to get press passes, that'd be even better. I you know, I, you know how I have right. You what? I've seen him live. You have when? Mm-hmm. When what I was tour? like ten. So that would have been as a kid at Walnut Creek. That would have been ninety four, ninety five. I would have been ten, and I, I just said the the age ten. I don't know exactly, but it would have been around then. That would have been the the mid nineties, the early to mid nineties. Which album is Drive on? That's two thousand two. Drive for Daddy Jean. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the music video for that? Uh, more than anything, the, it, the, it, it, it was way before two thousand and two. I know. I got the albums. I'm thinking of the one. What's the one that's got Who's Cheating Who on it? That's one of the 
that's the one I'm like thinking. Gone country era. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I'm getting that. It's called like My Life or My. I, time. I remember the the stage don't like the production of Don't Rock the Jukebox. That's the second album oh, titled Huge Screens. There were jukeboxes. Like no, dancing. a lot of women. Yeah. You need to visit a hypnotherapist and tap into those memories and get that set list up on Setlist FM. The most underrated country <laughs> album. Wait, wait. I could probably find. I mean, if you just Google Alan Jackson, Walnut Creek, Riley and C. I like the idea, like, it's all these deadheads, and, like, all these, and you're like, hey, guys, I know you've all been waiting for this one. So it was Walnut Creek 93. Walnut Creek 94. Same set every <laughs> for two years straight. <laughs> Can't find any recordings of it, but we're working on We got Same a matrix we're working 90. out. Yeah. yeah, he rules. His second album is the best country album, or most underrated country album ever made, I'll say. Wait, what, what the na- what's the name of it? Don't rock the jukebox. That's not that's not the name of the album, buddy. A, no, a lot about living. A little about a lot about uh, living. That's, that's the album. It has been a little. Does that have where I come from? It's cornbread and chicken. No, no, that's later. That's way that's later. later. Okay. This is this has um. What's the song about Hank Williams Senior's ghost? I've had too many Miller Lights to like keep it all this straight in my head. But shout out to Miller Light. We'll give a, a plug. Um, <laughs> uh, that's our new sponsor. The, oh, Montgomery, uh, Midnight in Montgomery, which is when he sees Hank Williams Senior's ghost. There are a lot Someday of, is a great song. I want to do a, Possum. a case study on ghosts of old country singers in like eighties, nineties country singer songs. Yes, that's like a motif. It is. So, and shout out to a uh, friend of the pod, Curly, my buddy, who he and I are very much in agreement on how amazing that record is. So it's not just me like having this wacky idea. Someone else who who likes this shit will also love it. Anyway, sorry, back to the pod. Let's, let's get back on Kev, topic. Your list. What do you got for us? Oh, uh, this is a list episode. You're in extra extravaganza. And you know, I've been really busy. I, you know, I just couldn't come up with a list. And and the second thing is that I haven't yeah. really <laughs> horses ass. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't really listened to music that come out this year. Oh, see, this is a you're doing a thing. You piece of shit. I sent a text ahead of time. It was like. Don't do that thing where I ask you what your favorite record is this year. You say, oh, I didn't listen to much. Ooh, but I loved. And then you name a thing from last year. That's what everyone does. And it drives me crazy. Everyone. Right. That's what everybody does because nobody's listening to music from this year, but they're always listening from last year. Well, I have a list for you. Uh, You might find that it has not much (laughs) to do with music. Uh, But it's about the year in review. And I think that's what we're talking about. right? I love this. Yeah. Uh, well, in 2017, I decided to really get into something, and I think it's something we can all get behind, and that something is money. And <laughs> I'm here to share with listeners five tips that I think will make <laughs> oh, them... Hang on. <laughs> Did you click on no. one of those Rich Dad, Poor Dad ads? Tell... And that's what I'm going to end up with. We're all part of the rat race. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Some call it the rat race. It's also a film that I know Cecile likes a lot. In my top five. <laughs> I went on thank a, you for calling it a film. I went on a first date to a rat race. <laughs> you went on, give us the deets. There's, it was in high school. There was no, there's no deets. That was, that was a movie out that we chose to see. Sick. In 2001. <laughs> yeah. I, I graduated in 03. There we go. <laughs> well, I just got my license. Or one of us had. Baja Men did the theme song. Did they? You know, well, they did. Well, that's great. Look, so we're all part of a rat race. Starring Mr. Bean. Starring. <laughs> I love Mr. Bean. Why didn't you tell me Mr. Bean was in Mr. Bean's in it? He rules. 
Whoopi Goldberg, John Lovett. Smash Mouth. <laughs> All-Star cast. Really. Whoa, this like stars. What is this movie? It's a star. Fred Meyer, the Seth greatest Green. star of our... Fred and Meyer. Amy Smart. Seth Green has my birthday. Wow. Some, uh, it's a, what do they call them when there's a, a bunch of people? Ensemble. An all-star ensemble. cast. Oh, John Almost Cleese. like this ensemble we have here in this podcast. It's a super group. <laughs> Some of you have heard uh, uh, the voice of soon-to-be special guest Alan Hyde. <laughs> no, no, you should be talking. Oh yeah, I forgot. You can. Yeah, you have a mic pointed right in your, your direction. Face. So, yeah. back to the rat race, the grind, the hustle. Yeah. So they say you got to grind and hustle to make a lot of dollars, but I think you don't have to try that hard if you listen to me. And my tips are as follows, and they're all related to things you should invest in. Stocks, and here are my top five stocks. Oh my god, <laughs> what I did! Right, give us your top five stocks, Kevin. <laughs> Number five is tri- tried and true, and you've heard of it. It Coca-Cola. is it, no, it is not Coca Cola. You should not invest in consumables. Apple. It is not Apple. It is Google, and <laughs> and you've heard and you yeah. It is if you invest in it, you will get. Uh, richer, but I only put out at number five <laughs> because you won't get too rich doing it. But if you put in a few bucks, five bucks, you could turn that into eight, nine bucks by the end of the year. So I'm going to jump to number four. So I'm making four dollars a year on <laughs> this Google. This sounds like scratch off, but <laughs> so if I if I really do it well, I might be able to afford like one fourth of one Caraba's meal. One four. You're underestimating. Yeah, you're underestimating the them. Now maybe a Caraba's appetizer. Damn. The calamari. If you could relate one of these stocks to a record from this year, that would be kind of a, a hot take. What's okay. the Google stock of records? Ooh. Mm. Well, well, think Safe it, bet. Ty Seagal. Seagull. Ty Seagull. It's <laughs> like, what do I use every day? I don't. I just see I don't like no music that came out. We'll get to that later. If you got a Google, name it. I said I think Ty Seagull is a good example of it. It's like pretty steady. Ty never going to be the record of the year. Never going to make a bad record. We're talking about Google here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that was my ranks. analogy. Oh. <laughs> I was picturing like, yeah, that would be like the Kendrick or something. Well, he know. said it's number five and it's, uh, you're not going to well, be getting that much money. Yeah, you're not getting uh, much uh, money out of Google anymore. You're okay, using fair. it daily. And I'm going to jump to number four and you've heard of it. And someone guessed it earlier. It's called Apple. And I got <laughs> I got one in my pocket. I got one on my wrist. Oh, uh, my brag. I think. <laughs> really not, but. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're turning $5 into $11 over the course of a year, which I think that's a quarter of a Carabas entree. Number three. $44 entree? 24 I thought you liked calculating. He said math. quarter. I said five to eleven. Let's do the math. Oh, you were doing six times four is twenty-five. I'm not a money guy. We all know this. (laughs) And now we're getting chicken cordon bleu. Uh, Number (laughs) number three. Now, so this is where I. A lot of stockbrokers are going to tell you five and four. (laughs) Put this dude on a podcast. (laughs) Just straight. Because we all know that's good. Uh, But I know I have a few insider tips uh, that are going to get you insanely wealthy. And also very fast. And it's just things, and the, and all you got to do is keep your eyes peeled. And that's how to be good at this. You keep your eyes open all day and all night, and you're looking around. So number three is something that I've gotten into in 2017, and I didn't know there were so many of them. But if you can put some money into a stock, it is just hot sauce. 
It is the whole section at the grocery store. Hot sauce. You want yep. to buy stock and just hot sauce? Right, concepts? right. <laughs> so, it's probably Pepsi. I bet so, Pepsi owns all those hot Pepsi, sauce. Pepsi does not own hot sauce. I believe they're only a beverage company. And hot sauce is not a beverage, even though it is a liquid. It is something you put on food. That's a good debate. Is hot sauce a beverage? Hmm. I would say, well, I drink it sometimes. Right. Unless I'm crazy, I think it's a pretty short debate. <laughs> no. I'm going to look up who owns Sriracha. All right. Sorry, Kevin. I mean, to put you off. That, I know you've got a lot to do here. Right. I've got a lot to say. So after Google and Apple is just the whole, whole entirety oh, of right, hot the, sauce. Yes. Now, do you mean invest? You mean buy a lot of hot sauce? No, I mean, you're going to your, your opening stocks app on your iPhone or your Google phone. Or, or your watch. Or your watch, and you're just clicking buy on hot sauce. Like so, different companies? No, yeah, you gotta... it's an umbrella stock. You're going to have to look this one up. <laughs> you tell me... I, when I, I don't know. I can't tell if you're psychotic <laughs> or if I know so little about the stock market that you can actually buy stock yeah, and I first stock. needed information on the stock market and retirement things and knowing where to invest money. The person I asked was Kevin. And now I am hearing that the person who gave, who made my financial plan for my retirement is investing in a hot sauce. <laughs> it's a bad investment. I just didn't know you could. Next thing uh, to invest in is something we all need, socks. So you go to the stock market, you buy socks. Right, right. You See, you, about, but, but you get it. It's you're you're listening. <laughs> But you right. un- you understand exactly where I'm coming from. It's just socks are not. It's not a good market right now. That's <laughs> that's steady. Uh, actually, I forget. Oh, a growth market. I see. Right, right. Hot sauce. Like I just realized, there's so many of them. So that's why I think that it's going to make you a lot of money in 2018. Number two, I actually have forgotten. So we're going to skip right to number one. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> you didn't write it down this list. It's your financial plan. Well, this is what I always do when I tell people tips. I skip number two and get right to the point instead of making a... So you didn't forget it was all part of the plan. Is that in that Dale Carnegie book? Uh, so how I read, to win friends and influence. That's on seven habits of highly effective people. Right. How to win friends and influence well, people I've read. Habits, you know what I'm saying? Number one uh, is something you've all heard of and you've probably invested a lot of time in but didn't realize that it's something... Well, I just sorry that I kicked the room mic. Uh <laughs> Now, now here's we're all getting rich off this, and you didn't realize it. But my number one stock of 2018, actually, Allie and I have talked about this before because Allie knows a lot about stocks. Is we're just investing in indie rock. The stock. Uh, I'm out of here. I quit. Well, there. Does that include I mean, no, no, no. I'm, call the authorities. I'm talking about you open the stock app and you type in Indie Rock. Never happening. And there is a lot of money to be made, and we're all making all that money in Indie Rock. Yeah, that's we're talking all, if Indie Rock was a stock. If Indie Rock was, is a stock, which it is, we're all getting rich. Thank you. Off At least this, mentally so and emotionally. <laughs> so the independent, independent Rock is, is a growth stock, is what you're telling me. Right. I think, Rapid growth. Right, I think more people are listening in quarter one and quarter two, <laughs> and that's going to make you a lot of money very fast. Okay. So well, let's say... They, in- uh, thank you all for sitting through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I don't even know. So it, let's say you're buying stock in Indie Rock and you can only pick one Indie <laughs> yeah, Rock band. One let's record. Say you can only pick one record from, oh, I don't know, 2017 to have bought stock in. What was the record you would have bought stock in in 2017, Kev? Well, the my favorite Indie Rock record uh, features no rock instrumentation uh, and it is all tape loops and it is ambient music. Uh, it is mostly the sound of... Uh, Space an op- heater? Yeah, actually very... No, that's this podcast. <laughs> it's, uh, I was about to say. Very similar. Uh, I believe it's off the album uh, White White Noise, uh, and the song is White Noise for Baby Sleep, and I listened to that several times in 2017. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even. Don't, all right. You on my record? Yes. <laughs> I, I we're, on a, we're on a music we're on a music podcast. That's all we talk about is music. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna yell at you five records which I put in a note. Okay. On my phone. <laughs> That I listen to a lot in this year. Do it. And I'm just doing a rapid fire. There's no point in discussion here. It's in no order. <laughs> and this list is real. Mega Bog, Happy Together, Sound of Serious, The Twin, Hand Habits, Wildly Idle, Wave Timbles, Isles, Enchanted, Hoops, Routines. Was Hand Habits this year? Woo! Yeah. Yes, early this year. Oh, forget about it. I forgot. Yeah, that's, wow. Yeah. It was I'm a long right year. I maybe got some info about some stuff. I shouldn't oh. have said this now. Oh. Oh, what? Is this like an off-the-podcast kind of thing? <laughs> Maybe somebody might hopefully be playing a concert sometime in April. Oh. If it all goes well. <laughs> well <Yeah. laughs> cool. Okay, very cool. Those are my records. <laughs> Kevin, how do you feel about <clears throat> cryptocurrency? Oh. <laughs> I've got a person on my Facebook that is <laughs> pushing very hard for everyone to invest in it's Litecoin. <laughs> well, from what? Litecoin? Well, Alan, from what? So I- it's Bitcoins? Litecoin. It's Litecoin. Wait, so, Litecoin? He said L-I-T-E? that he went from buying it at 125 to now it's $400. That sounds like a little less than four times your money. I say, <laughs> don't waste your time. The thing about cryptocurrencies is they're killing the environment. Yes. I, I've heard this. I, I just read that this week. everyone's having to mine them? Everybody's mining them. What are we mining, by the way? I don't even okay. understand. <laughs> I'm crypt- so glad you said that out loud. <laughs> Because I do not fucking understand what <laughs> cryptocurrency mining means. There ain't no mouth. Like, they're like, oh, the computers take more energy than all of Haiti to mine. And I'm like, what do you mean? There's no mountain. There's no. Bitcoin. We're not walking in there. Can't fi- I just say, here's a Bitcoin. I got a Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, mm. well, you're talking to the wrong guy. I would give it a try. Alan, so- I got a Bitcoin. Give me $100. <laughs> okay. See? Okay. <laughs> so, Kev, what was your favorite live rock and roll show you saw this year in 2017 uh the band slow dive at cat's cradle thanks for asking i was thinking about that uh recently because they showed up in my top songs then from the new one yeah the one of their new singles made my my top songs which list. one kevin i don't know it's got a video of a cube moving around what's it? star roving they that's call a screensaver it. you're speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> uh i have that's one of the things i had it to touch on a little bit was best show i saw this year because i do have one what's your best show uh nick cave in Asheville. oh fuck yeah that Hell was yeah. on my birthday uh the rare samesies it was on your birthday and you couldn't go <laughs> no i was my best show i saw this year <laughs> i was about to say i know what your birthday is i don't know your birthday yeah so if you didn't know ali and i are twins and we're both oh, very exclusive um no that nick cave show uh was the best live performance of 2017 and every other year I've probably ever seen, maybe. It's it's in the best it's in one my, of the best shows I've ever seen. In my yeah, life. it's in my list. It was amazing. I loved uh, it. And 
there's once you say that I don't I don't have much else to say about it. I just knew that in a year end episode I couldn't not talk about that. It ruled. It was incredible. Yeah, that's a good question. I was there as part of a bachelor party trip. What you were just kicking it, right? I just came for the show. A bachelor party ruled too. Anyway, uh, yeah, ex- like if you ever if I would drive in like. Uh, at least a hundred miles to see him. Yeah, he's the like if if he's playing DC and that's the only place he's playing. And you I will live, go after he, seeing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. North Carolina. Yeah. It's absolutely worth it. You should go get tickets as soon as you can, and then go to the show because it's going to be amazing. He's going to put on a great performance. Oh, I, I the, part of me going late ended up working in my favor because I got baller seats. What? <laughs> Just an extra bonus part of it. Like they it said, hey, been... you're late. Here's here's good seats. <laughs> well, I I was like, you know what? I should go to that show because I saw someone post that they had a spare, and they ended up having like. Having really good, I didn't know that oh, until sick. I got there and linked up with them, and and they were like, "Well, here's where we're sitting," and I was like, "What?" Um, well, hey, that was Kev Part Three, Return of the Kev. Um, you know, I don't really know what I think about all those things you said, but I enjoyed it while it was happening. Sure. A lot. <laughs> I mean, process it. I have a lot. Of, I have a wealth of information to share. I think we should make a video of you. Like the, the 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 crazy money guy on CNN or whatever it is. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. We should have we should we're gonna do that with you. That's Jim Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer, yes. Or a monthly uh, stocks. Yes, tips. we'll give Kev bring his, his his stock picks once a month. Top five. Yeah, I'll bring my stock my <laughs> just stock one, picks. <laughs> Next time it's gonna be uh, avocado toast. <laughs> That's a meme that made the if we were, if st- memes were stocks. I could tell you if they were good or not. Huh. Okay. New segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're, well, we're trailing off here. In case you <laughs> 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 boy. This is a wild episode, y'all. All right. Um, well, Kev, uh, you know, we love you, and we'll see you soon. And we're going to play we'll, a snippet from what was your... What was, we'll see you off with this song from... What was your favorite record? I'd like to... Play a snippet of my my favorite record, which is that ambient tape by which I did list. Oh yeah, Goo Goo Gaga baby music. <laughs> <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers lullabies. <laughs> play play a little snippet of uh, Wave Temple's Isle Enchanted. It's nice. It's pleasant. We will, and then after that, we'll be back with yet another special guest to the nice prize here in Extravaganza. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Do 
you know banana flavor is the way bananas used to taste. I'm gonna tell it wrong, so, <laughs> so the fans right. should write in if this is wrong, but banana flavor stuff that everyone hates and thinks it doesn't taste like bananas is the way bananas used to taste before we did something to bananas. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's coming back to me. <laughs> Before, like... <laughs> that was not a punchline. So, no, no. <laughs> the common strain of banana or whatever, they all died. Like, this banana flavor, uh-huh. all of those bananas got straight up wiped out. And when? only left us whenever some... When, I don't know when this happened. Like it must have been, like, potato the potato this, is a, this is not biblical. Chicken? This is, like, some shit that happened. Contemporary, we, yeah. <laughs> this happened post-chemicals that we could make this flavor. But this is the way bananas used to taste. So every time you no. eat one of these banana flavored Twinkies, that was you think more about clickbait. You read <laughs> that's the essence of bananas. That sounds about. like it would be at the bottom of a stereo yeah. gum article <laughs> with a picture yeah. of banana. That's like that, this is why bananas don't taste this and way anymore. Invest in apple. <laughs> this is what I imagine Neil Young's The Monsanto Years is about. <laughs> oh wait, I just remembered as he's singing. Like, <laughs> Welcome to the Nice Price Podcast. You just heard. Back to if it. That, if, that's even, if that's even what it is anymore. Lord knows where, the, like, where we are, who we, we are. We might be on week three by now. This is probably this is 2018 by now. Like, yeah. God damn. So, sorry, this episode is a little, we're being a little strict and tight on stuff. And so, <laughs> to some of you people who are used to us being kind of loosey-goosey, this might be a little weird. But um, Gray's joining us. It's the year in extravaganza. We're talking about our year in list. We're talking about the end of the year. We're talking about our, um, not proclamations. I forgot the word again. What are you doing the next year? The thing you're going to do to be better at? Resolutions. 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 We're talking about resolutions. We're talking about year in list. We're talking about all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I got some good stuff. What do you got? You're literally quieter than the radio is. You got to speak up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you cut this in post? Am I losing it? (laughs) <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the, the podcast. The radio is insane. We, <laughs> Allie's lost We're it. laughing. So wait, we can't hear him. For real, is it? Am I so Am I that soft-spoken or? I, it's That's so better. Whatever you just did is better. It's so oh, loud now. Than I was just <laughs> yelling. I, I can even bump yeah, you up a little. Back to the podcast. Gray's here. All right. Let's get to it. It's a whole big thing. There's a whole shit ton of people here. We're having a great time. It's like a slumber party. <laughs> it is. It's like a slumber party, but instead we're just half lit, and then none of us are going to sleep here. <laughs> like I said, so maybe I don't know what a slumber party is. <laughs> so, Gray, it's the year-end list episode. We're talking about what we love. It's what we. I'd prefer to avoid what we didn't love. If you got a shout off, you can give a shout off. But I don't want like your like my least favorite records of 2017. That's not my vibe. Yeah, who ranks that? People do. Oh. Hang on, got got some crowd participation. What was your least favorite record? Did you get one? What was your least favorite record of 2017? Bjork. Whoa. Or, or, so I guess, she won't get offended if she hears this. But you, you mostly mean, uh, hey, Bjork. not to speak for you, but you <laughs> probably mostly mean most disappointing record when you yes. say that? Okay. Yeah, I, it's, I mostly meant like how, who, who sits around and ranking I liked this the least of, as far as things I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, ranking something from things you like least to, up from that is a way... Like it, no one does that. Yeah, yeah, you got to be an asshole. But, <laughs> but I know what you mean. So, All right, Gray, what you got? Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, my number one was the Bjork record. <laughs> uh, I don't. 
I didn't do a number one. I did do a top three. That's fine. That'll be in order. What was your top three? Top three. Um, I didn't hear the other folks, but Mount Erie might have been on someone else's. Nope, this is the oh, first one. Yeah. Well, we had Danny Brown as a guest earlier, <laughs> and he said that was it, his. But other than him, mm. you're the first. So, so Mount Erie. Yep. Uh, should I talk about it or? How do you, it's up to you. How do you want to do it? Do you want to talk about it and then go to the next one, or you want to do all three and then go back? Let's do let's do Mountaineer. Did you see the performance at Hopscotch? No, I didn't go to Hopscotch, and I definitely regret it. I think at least one person in this room did see it. Two people. Allie B. Both of y'all saw oh, it. Oh, you there? Cecile, I was there. I heard it was great. I couldn't see you through my tears. Someone's ESPN <laughs> notification went off next to me in the middle of one of the variant. Well, I say one of their. That's all a slim songs. Venn diagram. Am I crazy? <laughs> Probably. Like the, the it bubble might of have been my soul. How many people get their their Mount Erie concert interrupted by their ESPN <laughs> notification? Yeah, well, bro. You know the sound. Oh <laughs> fuck, Von Miller's out this week. He sprained his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I just the song. Okay, like I want to meet that son of a gun. All right. Were so, you there? You, so you were there too, Gray? Or you missed it? No, I missed it. Well, so. I'm sorry, so I'm very curious about the people that love this record because one of the things everybody talks about with this record is they don't like the, it's difficult to listen to yeah. in a way. So, were you a, was it for you that you didn't listen to it all the time, but when you did, you enjoyed it so, so much? You know what I mean? Like, some people, their favorite record is the record they listen to the most. Sure. And some people, it's the one that hit them the hardest. I'm assuming this is a hit you the hardest situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. This seems to me to be a start-to-back kind of record. Not, you're not skipping around? Yeah, I mean, um, there. I feel like there are songs that are better than others, but not by, like, wide margins. Um, and you sort of take in the totality of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about it. It's um, definitely a concept record. But, I mean, it's almost um, unassuming it's a concept record because it's just so heavy. Like, you sort of lose... Um, like, it took me a while to even think of it as a piece of art because it was just so It's, like, heavy. so personal that, it, like, it's almost, like, is your diary then a concept record? Yeah. Like, if you're literally just writing, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's if it's so much about you and your exact, then that, yeah, the concept is this is what how exactly I'm feeling about this horrible thing that's happening. Yeah, and, I like, so the first time I listened to it, I listened to, like, um, I think the first song is called Death is Real. Um, oh, boy. I listened to that, and then... Like, I just listened, and then I cried, and then I listened again, and then I cried, and I was like, that was weird. But, like, I couldn't think of, like, what I thought of this song at all until maybe a few weeks later. It just took a while to even break the barrier of, like, these are songs. It was different than a normal just listening experience, being like, oh, that was a song that I liked or didn't like. Very it different. Was it was... Like- Wow! Like yeah. someone could have just told me. <laughs> that was something. Yeah, someone could have just feel different because of it. <laughs> uh, said these things to me like in conversation, and I it would have been so heavy. So then it was weird to even put it into art because you get so sidetracked on just like the content. Um, but yeah, that was uh, definitely one of my favorites. It was hard to find anyone else that would listen to it. I kept asking everyone, <laughs> "Had y'all heard it?" Yeah. So, Mike, I, I was gonna. Ask, one thing I was gonna ask you is that: Were you a Mount Erie fan before this? No. Like, I listened to the Globe Part Two when I was like nineteen, like you're supposed to. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that, but I probably hadn't listened to uh, Phil Elver music since 
that time. So like five years at least. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then were you, what, what is it that made you jump in? Would it like, well, it's been five years. Why this one? Did you jump into it? Uh, because I follow his Twitter because it's real funny. And so he's, a funny guy? he's very funny. Interesting. Um, and, uh, anyways, he posted it haikus and it, they're very funny. It does great haikus. Um, what do you call is like a poet, a, someone writes poems as a poet. What's a haikuist? Did I just do it? Yeah, it's a form of poetry. <laughs> Who, which one of you assholes just said poet? Yeah, so I was just, I followed his Twitter because that content was good. I didn't think I cared for his music. He posted a song. I said, okay, I'll listen to the song. And then it hit you. Yeah, then it hit me. And then, yeah. With a record, I have a lot of questions because this record is just so different than other records of the year to me and like these mm-hmm. things. Did you listen to it in different places? Did you, like, to me, this isn't the kind of thing where you're like, oh, I got to pop over and I'm going to hit the Bojangles drive through. Let me listen to one track from the Mount Airy record. That seems in- insane to me, but maybe I'm wrong. I think you listen to the whole album, and then once you have all the context, you can listen to singles when you... Bounce around? Yeah, ready to go to Bojangles. Okay. All right, that was one of them. What was your other record of the year? Let's see. Uh, then I did the, um, the Alice Coltrane release, like the tapes from the 80s. Hell yeah. I like this a lot. Yeah. Um, that was really sick. Uh, very different if you listen to like uh, general Alice Coltrane music, which I also came to really enjoy this year. But uh, this is like her playing synthesizer, and she also sings some. And uh, there's chanting to Krishna over like uh, gospel music. Yeah, more than her sort of free, freak, free jazz stuff. I like her more spiritual stuff. Like Dumb she, question. When she got into what? <laughs> Who is Krishna? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Uh, I don't I'm know. I'm familiar with the Hare Krishna, which considered to be a cult, but I don't really know what. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know a lot of the terminology. Well, there, you know, there is a I don't song practice this religion. Oh, Krishna called- and Vishnu are the same god. It's a, reincar- it's a different form of the same god. So. Oh, question. Who's Vishnu? <laughs> Hinduism. Okay, <laughs> I think religion. I need. It sounds like well, yeah. I need a prior. I didn't know how on. far. I didn't know how far back. I needed, well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything. Okay. I, I guess I was getting. There is it. a song called Hari Krishna, though. I'm pretty sure. Okay, maybe it's called Krishna Guru. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I feel like she more followed a specific guru. I don't know super well in India, but uh, so she followed a specific guru. I don't know if she was just like uh, more of like the regular. Uh, Hindu sect or anything like that. Okay, interesting. See, we you learn something new every day on the Nice Price Podcast. You may have to sit through an hour and a half of stock picks <laughs> and me saying stupid things and rambling on and on and eating Twinkies. But every now and then, <laughs> there's a bit of tid. Uh, yeah, so this record was... Skip forward an hour and a half to get to uh, Vishnu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this record was uh, super idiosyncratic and then the mix was really interesting. I thought I would bring that up. It sounds like when you turn it on, it sounds like a dance record. Like the way it's mixed. Like it's just missing like a kick drum in the back. But I guess maybe you can play this song, you know, once I'm done talking or something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll try. We'll play a snippet for sure. The first song. Whichever one you want. I want want to say it's Drama, but whatever the first song is on the record.
yeah, so I really enjoyed that record. Uh, then I also really liked uh, The Neck's record, like The Neck, like Attached to Your Head, The Neck's, the band. I do not know who that is. Uh, Chromie, one of Chromie Bob's faves. Shout out to Chromie Bob. Okay, give me some insight. He's got a Neck's shirt. Only one I've ever, like, one of the few people. <laughs> maybe the country has a Neck's shirt. <laughs> What's their thing? What do they What do? They do? Uh, it's ambient music. I want to say they've been around for a minute, like, I want to say since the 80s. And they were on tour with Nick Cave, but I guess it wasn't Asheville time, but it was like in the past couple years. When we saw him, there was no opener. Oh, cool. Nick, he's made it to oh that my. level. He's at the he's official no opener. Yeah, yeah. Which is a that's a tight vibe. Cream. No Grateful opener dead is the level. Best. Especially if you got to go Grateful out of yeah. Dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, sorry. The next. So they are. What kind of music is it? So it's ambient music. Um, ah, my favorite. <laughs> being sarcastic. Sorry. Um. Yeah, they're, all their stuff's really good. Um, the one this year was... Um, uh, I'm trying to think the best way to put it. Every every instrument is played sort of like to its own rhythm. You just got to stay with me for a minute. So it's all very like fragmented, but because everyone's doing it, it creates like this own wholeness. So... And it's drone music, generally, so it's not like they're just playing, like, chords that are different. Uh, there's different percussive beats, and then there's different, um, like, keyboard lines and stuff How like this. How many persons? How many? I don't know. I would guess, like, four. Is it traditional setup as far as, like, drums, bass, guitar, guitar? Um, I don't know. Are the we percussion, talking horns? Are we talking... No horns. Uh, definitely bass. I want to say, like, maybe... Either bass played with a bow or cello, uh, but that's pretty minimal. The percussion, I don't know the exact instruments they use. They're very interesting sounding. It's not like straight up normal drums. Um, and then, yeah, there's like some sort of keyboard happening a lot of the time. Interesting. And what's I, the name of this record, do you recall? I want to say Unfold, but I can't remember if that is a song name off the top of my head. I think it's both. Okay. And cool. I, I also listened to this record a few times, and for me personally, the percussion is what I came back for. It's very, like, like I, I'm pretty sure they either use wind chimes at certain points, or they, they must have at least two percussionists or one guy that is going insane. <laughs> but, but it's hard to tell because of, like, how sporadic it is. Uh-huh. It's not drum beats. It's just, like... It's, it's either one guy going like, mm-hmm. or <laughs> great. Noise. One guy going. I wish y'all could have seen that. Another guy going bong, ding. You know, it sounds a lot like the entire record, and I want to say it's a double album. Like it's pretty long. Uh, it sounds like either a song is beginning or like a song just ended. You know, like when Neil Young ends a song and they go for like two minutes. Yeah, that, that's like the whole record. Oh, holy smokes! Okay. Yeah. Um, Cacophony. It sounds like. Cacophonous. Yes. Um, so there's one thing we need to bring back up from your previous appearance on the pod. And Cecile has something to add to this as well. Okay. So I mentioned I mentioned you after you've been on the pod. We had talked about how we had done an episode afterwards about the Bob Dylan's trilogy of Christian rock records. And then someone mentioned how, and I asked, like, do people... Do in 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 the Christian are these records po- still popular in the Christian rock world, despite them still not being interested in Bob Dylan's secular music? 
That was my question. Like, are there still churches and church communities and people that listen to Christian music that still love this trilogy of Christian rock records? Or are these just for Bob fans and they're the sort of odd, weird Bob Dylan records? Mm-hmm. And someone mentioned, someone being Alan, mentioned that your dad's, either your dad or your dad's church still plays, um, you got to serve somebody in church, correct? Well, Alan mentioned his friend's dad, Luke, Luke Boone. Uh, yes. Shout his, out to Luke Boone. Shout out. Uh, his dad, he played that song too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, he would play that song. And, who's better at it? Your dad or his dad? My I've dad heard could his definitely daddy is better. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the stronger daddy? Um, <laughs> musically. Uh, I've never heard his dad's, so the jury's out. But um, <laughs> gotta have a rock off. <laughs> oh man! And all and all gotta serve somebody a cool live at Debbie Road. Road. Live at Debbie Road. <laughs> and all and all you can dad Christian rock off is gonna have a rule. Live at Daddy Road. Cecile. Yeah. You mentioned that you have some thoughts about these Bob Dylan Christian rock records. Okay, my thought was not specifically on Bob Dylan, though I can attest to the fact that people at my Christian school were into those and didn't know anything else really about Bob Dylan. That's But awesome. my point was more to your like, like someone was said, said something about like, you because you have less to choose from, right? Like non-secular yeah. music, you like, there sometimes they reach for things like well this says this word and so definitely it, okay so as the leader of the praise band in my high school um we i convinced our leader and then also the school youth pastor to incorporate your guardian angel by red jumpsuit apparatus who <laughs> yes. you may have thought they were a one hit one with face down but they were not they had your guardian angel and i convince them that that song angel that enough of the message was christian and we could play it at mm. chapel services was that song actually about the tv show no i think it was probably about like a, a yucky emo relationship or something yucky but yucky. i didn't present it that way so my thought was that more to the point of like you've got to uh, slim pickings. you'll take anything yeah, slim yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll take exactly. what you can get we also did a lot of creed which is Good. Music. Vaguely good. First first and foremost, it's good. Sure. And then second, it's vaguely Christian. See, I feel like what's interesting to me is that there's at least one of the I mean, like so many popular country records mention God and Jesus and Christ that like I feel like you could get you could have a huge ton. It's just rock is the issue, correct? Right. Yes. And so And a lot of another a lot of the um your rock or rap options for Christian music are parodies of already existing songs that are made to be Christian. Crank that Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking more. I'm thinking more of the real sin savior. Oh my God! May I have your repentance, please? I did not know that was real. The real sin savior. Will he please stand up? Is that? Yeah. Um, and then there was also learn some Deuteronomy <laughs> to pour some sugar on me. <laughs> That's way better than anything weird I was doing. I learn some this, Deuteronomy. This is all this, the only music that we could play before like basketball games, like warm up music had to be like parodies, Christian Did, parodies. Why didn't they just, did anyone consider just listening to like better music? No, that never crossed any of our minds. Okay, make sure. <laughs> My good friend Mason, he had 
an experience at his church where they sat the youth group down and said, Hey guys, I know y'all have been listening to Waka Flocka Flame, but we've got a rapper (laughs) whose name is just flame and he was a christian rapper and they like brought him in to rap for them. wait he like live i think so yeah wow. human being flame yeah a human being whose rap name was in flame. nashville north carolina but just because it was waka flock flame they're like well we just got flame yes <laughs> like yeah he just doesn't have enough waka flock Oh man, this is good stuff. This is I, the uh, county fair Bobo version of your favorite rapper. <laughs> yeah. So Gray, yep. What else are you gonna do in 2017, or what, or did you do, or what else are you gonna do in 2018? Uh. What's your um, resolution? Haha, <laughs> nailed it this time. What's your resolution? I didn't have one. Didn't know that was part of it. Eat this. more pasta. So what is um? <laughs> do you have a show you enjoyed in 2017? Uh, yeah, the Bill Callahan show. Ooh. Okay, and th- we asked him earlier what his favorite moment of 2017 was, and he said it was being on this podcast. Just trust us. And so, <laughs> did you? Uh, were you distracted at any point during the Bill Callahan show by some sparkly shoes? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. By a uh, by a vape lord who was sitting there. You were vaping. There. I wasn't there. He couldn't make it. Car troubles. I couldn't. I couldn't remember if he made it or not. Um, uh, distracted by um, somebody on the lavement engravement. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a jewelry podcast and I got. I, I lost track of time. <laughs> I couldn't make it to see Bill Callahan. Well, great. I was think- distracted by his dance moves by Bill Callahan. Mm, his marching. Did was he, he dancing? Did he dance? He's sad every time I've seen him. When he backed away from the mic, he would like. Just step really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah, dancing. I've never seen him stand. The uh, other music. <laughs> whoa. The bar went from nice to see him move to never seen him stand. Yeah, That's it, why it was nice to see him move. He's sad every time I've seen him. Good Lord. The other musician was sitting. So if that. I've only yeah, seen him solo, they took I guess. Bill Callahan's guitar. They took it. Okay. Oh, Sorry, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Hand it over, Bill. I can, I can see your legs. Bill, you need, time you need to dance. A, you need a guitar. That was friend Jacob or friend of the pod, Jake Fussell. I guess oh. he's a friend of the pod. Yeah, he was in the store. I got oh shit. He opened right. Yeah, they were certainly yes. one of the reasons why the show was so and he good. He popped a string and had he's, to borrow Bill Callahan's guitar. He's or great. Maybe the other guys. And guitar. also, yeah, they got the bill of Nathan Bowles. Yeah, I did see that as well, and I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, Gray, thanks for coming back into the podcast. Okay, thank you we for having We appreciate the heck me. out of it. Do you All have right. anything else you want to tell us about? We'd love to hear it. Uh, yeah, I chose a uh, one of my best favorite songs was uh, by Locals Elephant Micah. And yeah. Their song Patron Departs, I thought was especially good. We will play a, we'll play that you we'll play you out with that. So play you out. Yes. Cool. So you're gonna hear some of that Elephant Micah song that Gray just plugged, and um, then we'll be back with yet one more special guest on this extravaganza we'll be back in a second job it is my patron departs
Welcome back to the Nice Price Podcast. Alan Hyde's here. He says he's from Rock- Nashville, but he's really not. He's actually from Rocky Mountain. He's a liar. That's what we heard, right? Yeah. I I mean, I tell people most of the time I'm from Rocky Mountain just to avoid the Nashville, Tennessee thing. See, I say I'm from Raleigh because no one knows where Middlesex is. <laughs> In spirit, it's definitely from it's like It's like driving to Durham, except... East, right? But well, yeah. But I'm saying, but the culturally, actual, there we go. Well, sure. Well, 100. <laughs> percent That's what I was, wasn't arguing. That you, from, you at vibe all. closer to, to to Nashville or Rocky Mount than as far as my as far as my growing up goes. Yes. Yeah. But I immediately started only hanging out in like Raleigh when I was a teenager because because <laughs> you need electricity because it, <laughs> I needed running water, uh, a, pot in, a pot in which to piss. <laughs> <laughs> From the hard, cold soil of Nashville, North Carolina, not to be confused with Tennessee, mm-hmm. the county seat. Yeah, county seat. Very close. I live, my parents live very close to the courthouse. How right, far from uh, being so the mayor you- are you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like three people spraying their ankles and you're the mayor? Uh, well, there was, well, okay, it wasn't mayor, but there was a big thing this year where the guy who was most likely going to win the city council position got a better job and left the town. <laughs> so, and he, he was of course the Republican. And I mean, unfortunately in Nashville, obviously a Democrat is not going to win. So it became this weird write in contest of people just putting up Wait, different John people's win? signs in their yard of, 
like write in my name, write in my name, write in my name. Why didn't oh you tell us God. so that the Nice Prize podcast <laughs> could have been elected to city council of <laughs> Nashville, North Carolina? <laughs> uh, First order of business. I've spent a lot of time there. We don't want to be city council. <laughs> First order of business. Yeah. Shout off to Hardee's. That would be my first order of business. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have gone over. Right off the bat, that wouldn't have gone over. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, we, we, by the way, the Nice Prize podcast as city council would make uh, a Reign of turn. terror. Yeah. We, we, would, we would be a despot. We would make a heel turn and we would be a, a tyrannical <laughs> situation. Hey, I don't know. But, Alan, so, Nashville, North Carolina. Mm hmm. You love it there, obviously. You weren't like to say, oh, wait, who did win? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, you got some records to talk about. <laughs> All songs considered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, have you guys heard Serial? It's just so good. <laughs> Not a lot of NPR listening going on in Nashville, North Carolina. Nashville Public Radio. I, I like the idea there's a runoff between John Boy and Billy. Like they can't, <laughs> they can't decide between the two. Um, all right, so this is the okay. year-end extravaganza. We're talking mm-hmm. about year-end lists. We're talking about the end of the year. We're talking about the great stuff that happened in 2017. Do you have a year-end list of some kind? I do have a year-end list. I so I only did one thing for each topic. Okay, so there's not a whole. We didn't, like, present, my we didn't, we didn't present you with any topic. So I'm, I'm curious but, but, to hear these. You know, not a <laughs> ten albums. There's one album of yes, one album, one song, one movie, one got, TV ooh, show. Okay. okay, got it, got okay, it. Okay, one. Okay, so go with what's ever the least important first. Least important. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to say the least important to everyone listening is <laughs> my favorite video game of the year is <laughs> Persona Five, <laughs> in which you what, are. Uh, what system's that for? Uh, I have it for the PlayStation 4. Literally have never heard of it, so actually I'm, I'm okay five. hearing yeah, it. I'm um, actually curious, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's based on an anime. <laughs> I'm going ha- to go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> is there a stop button? Just- uh, it's an RPG in which you play a Japanese teenager who is going through high school, but also discovers that he has the abilities to enter people's hearts and change people's hearts. Uh, like their feelings, you mean? Yeah, so, so you're gonna go back to high school. To play you're this changing game? This is the feelings game. You're changing criminals' hearts. So, hey, all you dorks have been pretending to be the quarterback of the football team. <laughs> now you can strap into this feelings game. Stuck in high school. Uh, <laughs> now, they, this is your favorite game. You gotta go to this class. is my favorite you game. Played of the year. several this year. Yes. <sighs> so I've only bought a few actually, but I've played this game. I think I'm I'm not even halfway through, and I'm at 80 hours of playing this game. Okay. Let's go ahead. This and game that is <laughs> notoriously long, and the way the way it works is, or as far as there's a calendar that progresses uh, throughout the game. Uh, I don't I don't know how to explain the calendar system. It's very complicated, but most people I know that have played this game, if they're, they're logging like 200 hours, easy. And I'm not trying to be mean when you say most people I know. <laughs> yes. Is this people in real life? Or is no. this internet <laughs> One person in real life beat in an out or 120, and people were on his Facebook post about it were like, damn, dude, like you got through it quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I was, I'm, and I wasn't being mean. I mean, I'm curious to know how, I don't know if this is a, 
very Ooh. popular game or if this is a it, it's very popular like if it's a niche game or i don't i don't know i'm not into the video game world it, it certainly is in a niche of like rpg type games but for people that play these types of games like the final fantasy games this is like oh okay. wow this is like i've seen that on a lot of like best of the year lists like it's not in obscure game is it the kendrick lamar of video games yes yes it is it's it's more of a little b figure unsigned okay so (laughs) it's chance the rapper yeah yeah chance the rapper that's a little bit a little b okay Uh, and the games also are got a lot of controversy originally because the game is very story based so the designers made it so that you cannot stream the game which as some of you might know is a big deal now with like Twitch and stuff that if you can't stream, oh, that's like people. The, Twitch is the like you. You can literally just watch people play video games. You yeah, can make money, right? Yeah. Right, and tons of people do make money doing it. But you so can't tons of people were pissed that you. The can't financial stream. expert of the pod chimes in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did you buy stock on watching people play video games? Yeah, I bought stock on that last. Year. It just didn't make the top five. He only gave us the top oh, five. That, that was his twenty sixteen. That, that was on my twenty sixteen list. Damn. Okay. All right, so what happened? Over what it. was your favorite something else? <laughs> okay, so next, let's see. Let's go TV show. Catfish Season 6 was my favorite television show of the year. What, what year was that? <laughs> I, I it have, was from this year. I had to have been this year. Was this year? This Wait, is, all, this is what this podcast is all about. It's an incredible I mean, <laughs> It's one of the best television shows. That? I don't know. Season 6, it sounded, that sounded early. I thought that was one of those MTV shows season that was on like the 23rd season. No. I have a question, and I'm not joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you been catfished? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you look different than your profile picture. Um, <laughs> I've been waiting a long time to talk to you about this. I know that catfishing is pretending to be someone you're not online. Yes. The television show, if you, I thought was, I thought it was closer to like an MTV Real Life where they did like a one or two part thing. It, so you're telling me there's six seasons? People yes. are still being duped? Oh, yeah. I mean... They've got twists now. There's the tons of Wait, twists. Is this a, Sometimes both of is them... Is it a documentary or is this a fictional show? No, it, so... Depends. The two guys who made the original documentary Catfish uh, now d- host a show where they help people who have been catfished or think they are being catfished. It's like a cheater situation? Kind of, yeah. It, I mean, it's... It's not as violent as cheaters can get. <laughs> uh, when the host gets fucking stabbed <laughs> yeah. on a boat. <laughs> you reach out to them with an email saying, this is kind of the situation. Here's this person's like social media presence, which it's always <laughs> just like uh, just a few Instagram posts, like 20 friends on Facebook. Like obviously like if, and they refuse to FaceTime. Like the story's refuse always that. Like, they just keep this having is what I mean when I ask: Are people FaceTime. still being catfished? Yes. It sounds like no one's being catfished. There's just a bunch of people attempting to catfish, and everyone knows right away they're being catfished. Am I crazy? Yeah. The, okay. The most amazing thing on this season in particular is you are not crazy, but tons of people in the world still are. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> but during this season, two people who have been on the show before as catfishes came back on the show thinking that they are being catfished and they were being catfished by someone else. <laughs> but they have catfished other people. The catfish she becomes a catfisher. Yeah. I don't remember. It's what like an Escher painting when you think about it. <laughs> I don't know what season it was, but there was 
one where someone thought they were dating Katy Perry online. Yes, that's an amazing episode. <laughs> and then, like, Wait, five minutes in, what? the episode was weird, like, five minutes in, the hosts, Neve and Max, were like, this isn't Katy Perry. And the guy was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, well he... That's, I'm wah, wah. <laughs> not sure I'm even understanding at all. Uh-huh. I thought it was like normal people. You told me they think they're this dating celebrities. This, this is a special. This guy was definitely, I think he was Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> and they actually flew him to England for this because that was where the girl who was pretending to be Katy Perry, who literally was like, yeah, I did that when I was 13 and I was a big Lady Gaga fan or something. And that, that was like her in the thing. <laughs> but she was like, I've tried multiple times to tell this guy I'm not Katy Perry. And he just like, <laughs> well, and he's, he's thought like, okay, but that was, that's a test, right? Like, <laughs> uh, my favorite, there's this one Something just time. registered. <laughs> you know, you tell me. This 13 year old's like, yeah, yo, for real, I was playing though. I'm not Katy Perry. And he's like, nice try, Katy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this aspect of it. There's yes. this one episode, I think my personal favorite. I don't remember any details of mm-hmm. like, like it was just your typical catfish love story. But then they get to the like house up to meet the person to see if they were catfishing or not. Mm-hmm. And it's a tiny home community. And it was like the biggest twist in the world <laughs> to me that like, maybe they were real, maybe they weren't, but they lived in a community of tiny homes. <laughs> and that revealed that to the person in their whole relationship. I don't understand this. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> let's get past it because I'm never going to understand it. Truly perplexed. It's a great show. It's on Hulu. <laughs> the all the Katy Perry seasons. thing is what flipped me up because I thought it was like, <laughs> They just pretend they were slightly start better man. looking than they Definitely really were. Start and they like, oh, I'm like, I make $150 million a year. I want to date you, random person on Facebook. Okay. Album of the year. Wait, is this, is, how many you oh. got left? These two? I've got four left. I thought oh. the album was going to be the. No, well. Uh-huh. Go album. Do, do your list. You got, what's your album of the year? Okay. Album of the year. He brought I, it. I brought it. I just bought it actually at a nice place. <laughs> Books and brought it. Wait for the first time at thirty one hundred six Hillsborough Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Two seven six zero seven. Hey, we got one in. Um, but it is Angel Olsen's Phases, which I actually just found out. I mean, I can not gather, an album. Per I could gather it was a compilation that, or that these songs were not recorded together, but. I weirdly, this is my favorite Angel Olsen album. I've, I mean, I've enjoyed her other records, but this one was the one that really like hit me. That I was like, I love this. You know what I love? I also, yes, Uh, tougher than the rest. The Bruce Springsteen cover, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm also a big fan of people that can sing really well doing lo-fi music, like, like. There's a large part of people that just do lo-fi music that cannot sing very well, and it's like, eh, that's still fine. I'll, I'll listen to that. But people that can sing really well that do it, it's just like, oh, well, this is just perfect. This is just someone who's, like, really talented, bearing it all in a very quick, like, like oh, I just got to get this out. Like, this is... Yeah, sometimes lo-fi is because it's um, a masking mm-hmm. agent, yes. if you will. Yes, for, for for the uh, the person who can't sing well, like oh no, it's 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 not that I I, I can't sing. I just like to talk. My you know mm-hmm. like bullshit. You're just a terrible singer. 
And but, I, but, I also perform lo-fi music and I'm bad at singing. But, so but for the true champions out there, it's like, fuck it, I just want to record the song and yeah, release it. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's fine that's too. The, that's the coolest some, way. Some people use lo-fi as, as, I do think they use it as a masking agent for deficiencies. Right. I don't think you're a bad singer. I think you're an interesting singer. Well, yeah, okay. I get the, I've gotten the cake comparison before, which is <laughs> not the best in the world, but if yeah, I recall cake, not quite also, singing. Also hold steady, I believe you've received. I, yeah, I think I've gotten the whole, but like, I think people have said that the hold steady just because it's kind of talky before. Correct. Not, a, I don't think it's an accurate comparison, but I know. No, why it's certainly do. not. He's, I think he's, he's doing his own thing very well. In a way that's like, oh, like this is what this guy is meant to do. While I think I'm still finding my way, if that makes sense. I vibe. I vibe. Uh, All right. So, album of the year, Angel Ocean's Phases. Yes. Pick it up a nice price, obviously. Um, it, but I'm I'm shocked that it, this is your favorite album. I I'm kind of shocked too, because I mean, I uh, of the year or her, of her or both. Uh, well, of definitely uh, <laughs> being of the year. I because I I've liked her before, and I do think. One of my favorite like things in recorded music is her verse on Bonnie Prince Billy's Three Questions that is on the I Had a or I've Got a Plan album. But her verse in particular is like one of the my highlights of music. Like I would show someone that to be like, this is the kind of music I like. Send it to aliens and stuff. Huh? Like you, that would be on the the, the shuttle that we sent to aliens. Yes. Like give them a good yeah, idea. The golden record. Yeah. Or you to would get, have to first explain to the alien that you can only stream this release on Apple. On Apple. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, so there's just think there's Bandcamp, but you can really only get. What's Next, what else you got? Next is my song of the year, which possibly has been talked about previously. Is Daniel Romano's Roya. That is a song I think I listened to the most this year. We have not talked about it yet because we haven't done our own personal year-end list. Ah, okay. But I know that that is um, that and all the songs surrounding it are on my... Right. And, and that album is... People close. love that guy, huh? He's a great guy. <laughs> I think he's uh, <laughs> someone that, that people will be listening to in 30 years <laughs> and 40 years and on and caring about and thinking was doing something very cool. He's one of the few people. There's plenty of people that I love now that I'm like, no one's gonna give a shit about this in a while. He's yeah. one of the few that I think this is this is gonna maybe it won't matter to a lot of people, but this will matter in the future. But yeah, Roya, it was a single off the record. It, it's a pretty short song. I don't think it's I think it's like a little bit over two minutes. Yeah, but when you include all the or if you yeah, I'm whistles. not including the sitar part that comes after. Okay, that's like the interlude between that and the next song. Just the the main track. Hear that? We got interludes. Yeah, there's a lot of interludes mm. on that record. There are. Um, but yeah, so then, all right, last two, my boxing knockout of the year, <laughs> Deontay yeah. Wilder versus Bermain Stavern. The <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to someone. I've never seen, <laughs> all right, to anybody who hates sports, sorry about this, but. Welcome all, to the sports cast. So the people who listen to this podcast and think that I care about this. You're the right. only thing I actually really care about in the world is boxing. <laughs> and the fight I've seen, I watch probably, I don't know, a thousand rounds of boxing a year. It's yeah. probably not, not a bad estimate. I've never seen a fighter in my life so disdainful as a, of his opponent as the yes. Deontay Wilder, Bermain Stavern fight. It wasn't hatred. It was 
It was just like, it was you, like you don't even count as a person to me. Yeah, you are nothing. Like Deontay Wilder punches his chest right before Bervain Stavern tries to punch him <laughs> and then fails. He li- literally did not land a punch. Yeah, did not Bervain land Stavern a punch. did not land a punch. It was knocked out. It was absolutely amazing. I'll link a video in the goddamn Instagram. <laughs> and if anybody wants to please, for the love of God, also like boxing with us, please yeah. do. Deontay Wilder. Remains to Vern. I'll link it to the show notes. Won't be hard to do because it was such a short fight and <laughs> and it was unbelievable. All right, what you have? One more. I have one more, and it's a big one. It is podcast of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those who don't know, Alan is a podcast freak. I I work uh, like pretty much by myself all day. At the Cheesecake Factory. You know, windowless room <laughs> in which I just listen to podcasts. Uh, brag. <laughs> but. Very sadly brag uh, himself. It, like, this and, isn't like a, a name of a, of a podcast. This is like specific episode. I, like this podcast, this episode. Okay. The podcast is Hollywood Handbook that I would give the award to. I think they did an exceptional job this year. And it gives a hard nod of approval. Big uh, fan. Now, I, I had one of these trouble true picking ones. down... You know who hates that podcast as well? Lily hates it. Mm. <laughs> That's true. But I had a hard time slimming it down to just one episode. Uh, or uh, the, the one I decided was... Uh, the, the title, I believe, is uh, Spont, Our Close Friend, <laughs> in which... They have Paul F. Tompkins, who, if you listen to podcasts, you've heard him before. He's a silly goose. Uh, they have him come on, and then they do his show, Spontanean Nation, that they have kind of Insulted. jokingly, insultingly shortened to just spont uh, that they call or that they've called multiple times, uh, and then have him on the podcast uh, as a guest. Technically, on his own, of their version of his podcast, uh, it's very meta. But it opens, or Paul F. Tompkins, his podcast opens every week with him doing like a monologue with piano behind him, and their version of that monologue is probably my favorite podcast moment of 2017. I'll also say though that that moment would not make any sense to you unless you listen or you have heard Paul F. Tompkins' other podcast. And that is the inherent problem with Hollywood Handbook is you have to have a deep knowledge of other podcasts and a lot of reference points. UCB yes. comedians <laughs> in Los Angeles who have been in like a couple television shows that no one would recognize to fully appreciate the show. Which is not the problem with this podcast. No. This one right here, you just walk right in, you get it. And runner-up was my appearance on the Nice Price Podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, that but was yeah, a good episode. That's my list. That's all my... That's a wonderful list. That was yet another special guest on this Nice Price Books end of the year extravaganza. Um, thank you to anyone who's still here and listening. You're great, and we love you. And we'll have more of this sort of thing soon. Um, we'll see if Alan is... <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> Lord in heaven. 
Uh, Alex is going to try to edit this into something that even sounds like human beings. For, ha- for those who weren't here, she spent half it in a weird crouch holding onto the recorder to like to stop the radio sounds from vibing in. Her and Cecile are wrapped up in some sort of tortilla situation. Uh, Kev's been directly in front of a microphone silently. He's been more into it than anyone. He, he's sort of the There's producer. One microphone with three people, and the Kev producer Kevin Sweeney. I, I have my own microphone, but uh, you know, I said enough earlier. <laughs> he did. Uh, I've had the, a great time. I hope y'all have had even a fraction of it listening to this. We'll see. But um, we'll be back with more. Uh, and also, forgot about this part. We want to hear from you. What's your year in shit? And we'll talk about it next year. Who cares? Let us know the stuff that you liked or didn't like from this year. We're going to do the same thing at the store. We're going to have a little year in list card you can fill out. And you can tell us your favorite records. We'll probably give away a gift certificate. We did that one year. It went really well. It was fun. Matt usually says something about doinks, but I think he's, he's out of it right now. He's fried. Uh, I don't. I don't have one. Look, everybody, it's five o'clock everywhere. Just have fun. And that, and that, ladies and gentlemen, are how is how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> that is our how is the cookie crumbles. Yeah.